0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Down snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save twenty dollars. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has added just added pick'em scorchers where you can win a hundred times. Yes, 100 times the money you put in, 5 turns into 500, 10 turns into 1,000. Plus, every Sunday, they have they're have hundred. giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGP at Underdog Fantasy for 100% bonus, bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN, get 50% off your first month, and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir we are back with another edition of the NFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network no me no voice on no the guys me really real villain routes' off from junior here at your service come to bring me my money here comes the money
1: here we go money talk, talk. here comes the
0: money Uh, breaking news is that I am over the New York Giants, uh, completely over them. They gave me a sickness over the past week of uh, just being really bad, not tackling, not blocking, no physicality at all whatsoever. Really, are we even playing the sport of football or are we playing powder puff? Like, uh, that that's what I'm asking. Unnecessary penalties on special teams. Uh, just fire everybody at this point outside of nah, fire everybody. No, nah, I I actually have beef with every single person in the organization. Even Wink, you're a Wink guy. Yes, Wink is, Wink uh, can uh, Scott, you're ruining my monologue here. But yes, Wink can get fired too. Everybody can get fired. Everybody. Um, Andrew Thomas, you, he has one leg, and unfortunately, I can't give him my hamstring. Not sure how much it would do him, but it's probably any. It's any hamstring is better than the hamstring he's got. So don't like Andrew Thomas, uh, Leonard Williams. Maybe we could still, we might can still, we might still rock with Leonard Williams, but by he, he's angry by association. Uh, Adoree Jackson can go because it just, no matter what happens, no matter what season it is, if somebody muffs a punt, they just feel the need to throw him out there in special teams for him to get hurt again, like he did last year. So uh, Adoree can go for that reason. Everybody can go. I mean, whatever, whoever you think that is valuable to the organization, they can leave. And I'm perfectly fine with that. We can start completely over from scratch. As you heard them before, we got my co-host here. We're talking down the evening games. Some would say afternoon. We on the East Coast do not like to be bullied by those of the West Coast. So we call them the evening games on this show. Scott Studio, Rachel Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Beam me up away from the New York fucking Giants.
1: But it's also the Jets. It's pretty much every New York team right now, not including Buffalo. But it's it's not been a good time uh, for the Jets and the Giants recently. Can't complain. Overall, should be a fun. Is it is it games. not
0: including Buffalo? Really? Like are Buffalo are Buffalo Bills fans happy with the, where their season is at thus far?
1: I mean, I they think did blow out the last couple of weeks played out.
0: I don't know. I feel like you're still kind of upset from that Jets loss. Like, I feel like you're, that's still kind of reeling in the back of your mind.
1: And plus, I have the Jaguars winning this week. So uh,
0: we'll see there what could happens,
1: be. But Buffalo, th- their fans are fine. They scored 48 points against Miami last week. No, they're fine.
0: What is that? Uh, I guess. I guess. I guess we, we did have Miami creeping up the power rankings. So I guess. But I don't know. I don't know if they're happy. Or if they happy. It's a temporary happiness. It's never a, at long happiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, you lost four. I, I'm sorry, if I lost championship four years in a row and got there four years in a row and lost every single year, I would not be happy with anything that's going on with the organization right now until we get back to that mountaintop and actually win.
1: I so, didn't say they were gonna win the Super Bowl this year, but I'm just saying as of right now, I'm assuming morale's fine because they buried their I think biggest compared, I think, in the division.
0: I think the New Jersey teams just make it seem like they look a lot better. But they still haven't – like, there's been a lot of expectations and they still haven't reached the mountaintop yet.
1: Oh, correct. In the grand scheme of things, you're right. But as of right now, looking at week going into week five, I think Bills fans are fine. Uh, They're not going to be mad after scoring 48 points. I guess.
0: I guess. I guess. Well, we'll see. Well, I'll table that conversation one more week. It might be short term, but still. I'll table that conversation one more week. I'm 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 concerned. I'm slightly concerned about the Buffalo Bills. Very slightly, but that's because I think Josh Allen is overrated. All righty, here, Scott. We have how many games we got on the slate today? Five this time. Five. Thank you. We had four last time, and that felt like it wasn't enough. And now we're getting to we're getting somewhere. Let's see here. We can start with the first game up on the docket, and we could. This is going to be quick. Promise you it was going to be quick because you're either on one side or you're on the other. But the Cincinnati Bengals are traveling to Arizona to play the Arizona Cardinals. Bengals are laying three on the road. 44 and a half is the total here. I mean, so last week I had Tennessee as one of my favorite plays of the day. We didn't have a show, but they were one of my favorite plays of the day. And it was ultimately because Joe Burrow has one leg. Um, he has no ability to put any pressure on one leg, and ultimately he can't throw the ball 10 yards downfield. There is a lot of similarities to how Joe Burrow is playing right now with some of the talent up towards the bottom of the league in terms of the quarterback position and being unable to throw the ball downfield. Jamar Chase has asked, give me the ball multiple times. T. Higgins has not made any request. However, he understands that he's not doing anything if Joe Burrow can't throw the ball 10 yards downfield. And this offense looks stagnant. And now they play an Arizona Cardinal team who is scrappy, but bad. They're scrappy, but they're still bad. Scott, are you laying three with the Bengals?
1: No, I'm to lean to the Cardinals here. uh, Probably in the money line. Cincinnati, I compared the offense to Big Ben's final season with Pittsburgh. Not a compliment by any means. They can't throw the ball. They have to throw the ball 40 times a game because they can't run the ball either, as uh, Mixon hasn't done anything this year. The offense is broken. Burrow's clearly hurt. Dobbs, not bad. And Arizona, I know that they lost to San Francisco. A couple drop passes away at the end from covering that line. Arizona, as you said before, is a feisty team. They've shown me something. If Burrow's not going to be able to actually air it out with this team, what do you like about this team? Like The defense is okay, I guess but that's basically it. They're not really good at a lot of things. And I do think that Arizona is pretty live here at home. We saw them finally win a home game. They beat the Cowboys, but I do think Arizona is worth a look here. I'm not laying three on principle with Cincinnati based on what I've seen lately. Arizona money line for me. Uh,
0: I I think Scott, you are. I think you're, overcompensating because you were on the Bengals last week. Okay. And I would very much be pissed off at the Bengals too if I was on the Bengals last week. But I wasn't. I was on Titan, Titans, so I can look at this objectively.
1: It sounds like you're going towards Cincinnati.
0: I am, because objectively speaking, looking at these two teams, Arizona can have all the grit and all they want. Like, they can be feisty. They can have all of that that they want. But at the end of the day, there's just better athletes on the Cincinnati Bengals, and this line is too close at this point. Now, if you were sitting here and we were – this line opened up at 7.5 preseason look ahead. Yes. Okay. Great. Give me all of the 7.5. Absolutely. I think we're getting to a uh, point in time where this line probably middles from where it opened and where it ended, and maybe Arizona – not Arizona, but maybe uh, Cincinnati wins this game by – Five, four, six, like something like that. If you told me this game went to overtime in Cincinnati, scored on the first drive, I okay, that sounds right. Uh, I just think that this is a little bit similar to the Rams game, where you have two teams who really, really two teams that are not really that good. Uh, this Rams team, I think, maybe a little bit better than the Cardinals, but who's to know that? And I think that it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a really close game. I don't think that the Bengals need to throw the ball 10 yards downfield to win this game. Like, I think this can be a bunch of dump offs to your athletes in a Jamar chase and a T Higgins and a Joe Mixon, and they can just kind of take over and be able to make things happen with Joe Burrow doing very, very limited work here. And so I I just think that there's just better athletes on this Cincinnati side of the ball, and they're going to be able to, at the very least, get the win. I think they do get the cover. This is a little bit too small of a line. I don't really like backing Arizona at home ever. (laughs) They're not really that good of a home team, probably because they play in uh, Arizona, that weird freaking dome. Shout out to Kobe. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm back in Cincinnati here. I think this is a pretty good get-right spot for Cincinnati. This is a spot where Burrow doesn't have to do much. I, I don't think that the Arizona – that was my whole handicap last time for last week against the Titans was the fact that that front seven is really freaking nasty, and I don't think Arizona has the same front seven that can rattle Joe Burrow this week.
1: I think the main reason why I'm going to lean to Arizona, we do agree on one thing. We think it's going to be a close game. And since I am looking at it being a one-possession game late, I do feel more tempted to take the points. I am going to lean to the under in this game because Cincinnati, if they are going to score, they take a bunch of time off the clock because every pass goes about five yards. I'm leaning to the under in this game. So if I am going to see the actual total being relatively low and I do think it's going to be a one-possession game, I think I am leaning to the Cardinals because I think there's, there's just not going to be many points.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a one-possession game, but I think that one possession is more than three points.
1: That's fair. I, I just, once again, I'm I assuming this you agree is, with the under. This is a
0: touchdown game. It's a touchdown game, but I think the touchdown game is clearly on the side of the Bengals here.
1: I'm assuming you agree with the under?
0: Yeah, I like the under. I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow can't throw a ball 10 yards downfield. If the, if the Bengals' offense gets going, it's literally going to be yards after the catch and running the football, and yeah. all the athletes around Joe Burrow making plays without Joe Burrow actually having to do anything at all. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the rest of the slate, got to talk to you about the Game Time app because if you're looking for tickets to go to see this Arizona Cardinals game, and I'm telling you, probably some tickets out there that you can do, you can go out there and go check the Game Time app. Matter of fact, I'm going to check the Game Time app for you and look around for some tickets because Arizona, pretty easy place to. Oh, I was in Dallas. Apparently, I was in Dallas. So now I can just type in here and go to Phoenix. You have Arizona Diamondbacks tickets starting at $42. Arizona State football tickets. Arizona Arizona Cardinals tickets starting at $15. What? Oh, that's in the 400 section. It ain't nothing but fights and liquor up there. That's it. So make sure you tap into the Game Time app. I'm telling you, lowest price tickets guaranteed. And if you find a ticket that is on the same room, same section, like there's a... I see a $16 ticket on, in section 454, row 12. If you find a $10 ticket in section 454, row 12, then GameTime will credit you the difference up to 110%. 110% of the difference that is for you. Go to the GameTime app. Use code SGPN to create an account and get $20 off your first purchase. Again, go to the GameTime app. Redeem code SGPN for $20 off download game time app, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Russell brought to you by hall of fame bets. Look here. We have, this is the sports betting analytics platform for player props, parlays, game lines, research, everything from the NFL, NBA, MLB to soccer. They have the really cool revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. I use it every week just to make sure that my parlays are optimal and I have a great chance of hitting, and, hey, I'd be winning parlays. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit HLBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first one today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. starting Starting the day with disagreement here. Next game on the slate, we have the Philadelphia Eagles on the road, kind of. To play the Los Angeles Rams, Eagles are late. Well, opened at minus six and a half, down to minus four and a half here. Totals come up, they'll open up at 47 and a half. It is now currently sitting at a smooth, even 50. Matthew Stafford dealing with the hip injury. It seems like he's fine. He's going to play. And I mean, that would be the most Matthew Stafford thing ever for him to get injured the week before and still come out the next week and play. Giving shades of Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford here. I can say this about the Eagles. That front seven is nasty. <laughs> that front seven is gnarly. Scott, lay a four and a half cross country. Are you taking
1: it? Well, you mentioned it's technically a home game for the Rams. Philly travels well, but... Everybody travels
0: well when they play L.A. I am just saying in general, Las Vegas. so yeah. yeah it's going to be mostly
1: green in that venue. You mentioned the front seven for Philly. It's a very good front seven. I thought it was going to be better last week against Washington. It was fine. It had a couple big plays, but defensively, I still think the Eagles' defense is highly overrated from what I've seen. They they give up so many big plays in the air. What I do. I know. That's like fake shock. I think they're. Oh, no, I am. I
0: actually stopped listening to everything you say because Dick Buck has died.
1: Really? That, that's a shame.
0: Yeah, that sucks. All right. How, how old was he? Uh, 80. 80. Yeah, man. Wow. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Oh, and that the Bears played tonight. Bears money line. A Kiss legacy game. Let's not talk about it. Well, uh, we'll <laughs> but. Wow, that sucks. Oh, yeah. man, somebody check on Kobe Dan. Yeah, Kobe's sick.
1: He, he was one him. of the OG linebackers back yeah, in the day. Yeah,
0: he was, man, way back in the day. But back over to your handicap of this Eagles game.
1: I think the Eagles' defense is overrated. Just watching the I secondary. think they are, too.
0: I like this front seven, but I think that secondary sucks.
1: The secondary is brutal. It was really bad last week against Hal. I don't know how you let Hal go 80 yards in a minute and change – second and goal one second left to give up a touchdown like the defense just isn't very good so i think imagine, staff are, imagine my
0: sweat as a washington money line ticket holder last week i'm assuming you were pissed
1: they didn't go for the two-point conversion uh,
0: no because i mean in any other situation if they missed it i'd have been pissed that they went for it so it's like okay. i don't i don't like to get mad at stuff like that because it's literally if it worked i'd have been happy and if it didn't work i would have been upset i was fine with going for one and going overtime.
1: I had the Eagles in a teaser at two and a half. So I was happy they went to overtime. But anyway, the Rams are potentially getting cut back. Nakua has been insane. So I do think Stafford, if he's healthy enough, can torch the secondary. The question is, do I think the Rams defense is any good? Not really. So I'm going to lean to the over. That's my first thing. I see a lot of points in this game. I think you're going to see a track meet breakout. I think I'm going to take the Rams. I find it pretty telling the line is dropped by a couple of points. I think the Rams are good enough offensively to, once again, generate a lot of yards. Washington covered this game uh, last week in Philly because Philly defensively was a lost cause. And anytime you have Aaron Donald in the middle, you can potentially clog up the run, which might help. But I'm going to lean Rams here. I think that it's not the easiest spot for an East Coast team traveling west. I'm not sure they're going to look ahead or anything. But anytime you beat a division rival in overtime, I do wonder if you have a physical lapse in focus when you're traveling West coast the week after I'll, I'll take the four points with the Rams here.
0: So week one Patriots 25, 25 point win a, a six point win to the Vikings. Then they, here we go. 14 point win to the bucks on the road. And then commanders at home, you win by three. I mean, this Eagles team just plays close games and, Granted, I mean, maybe they're a good team because they constantly win those close games and they continue to find ways uh, to continue to stack these wins. I, I thought that this was a two and two team at this point in the season, just how some of these games went. I thought that they very easily could have lost that game to the Patriots and they were one foot away from losing that game. And I thought that the commanders uh, had momentum they just could have got something going in that drive, that first drive in overtime. Well, that McCoy was and
1: landed on somebody's arm. You Can argue it was yeah. a catch. I think if it was a catch, they would have scored a touchdown. But
0: yeah, it was dangerous. Yeah. It was it was multiple, yeah. Like it was it's multiple times. And so if I'm sitting here and I'm already saying that this ram this Eagles team plays close games, I mean, I wish I got down on the six and a half when it was live. And you know, this is it just screams one score game here. I think I'm gonna take my chances and take the points with the Rams at plus four and a half. I mean, the Eagles can win this game, but I think they can win it by Two, three, like this. This could be a three-point game, especially coming down to a field goal to win it. And it just—I'm never on the right side of a Jake Elliott field goal, like ever. When I was watching the game last week, and they got somewhere close to field goal position, and I saw Jake Elliott come out there, I was like, "Well, this bet is lost." And I ripped up the ticket and just kind of sat there because I was like, "There's no—I'm always on the wrong side of a Jake Elliott field goal. There's never been a single point in time where I've ever been on the right side of a Jake Elliott field goal," and so. I'm 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 rooting for a field goal game here and hopefully it works. Maybe that's a telltale style and that it's not gonna work and he's gonna go out there and even if he goes out there and misses the field goal, I, we still win. We still win plus four and a half. So yeah, give me the Rams plus four and a half here. I think that uh Puka Nakul, Tutu Atwell. I think Tutu Atwell is a two touchdown, two touchdown receiver that I like this week. to going up against this Eagles secondary. I just think that secondary is very overrated, they're physical. They're very physical. I don't think they can cover, though. And that that's the thing that I think is going to be the telltale sign against this Rams team. They're going to get out physical. They're going to be more physical than this Rams team, but I think this Rams team is going to be a little bit more finesse, especially those wide receivers in Tutu Atwell, Puka Nakua, and they're going to be able to find space and make plays. So I'm with you there. Rams plus four and a half. I do like that over as well. Love the over. Probably a millimaker game right here. Yeah. All right. Let's move on, Scott. Well, before we move on to the next game of the slate, got to talk to you about underdog fantasy because underdog has just introduced scorchers. Go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times your payout hundred times. The contest payout. Look, Man, Cam Kerr just hit a 91Xer or something like that. Like, he he went up and got 91X and was able to hit that. Super duper cool. And you also have underdog matching first deposits up to $500. Look, you got $100,000 Sundays still going where you can take the player of the, well, moment. The player of the moment. It's not even player of the day because they change the players around all the time. So, Looky here, looky here, looky here. Let's see. Who is the mystery? Garrett Wilson at 60 and a half total yards. I think I have to go higher there because guess what? This Broncos defense is the literally the worst defense in the league. And I don't know... I mean, at this point, are you even afraid of Patrick Sertan with how bad this defense is overall? Like, Patrick Sertan, in my eyes, coming into the season, was one of the best corners. Maybe not the best, but he was up there. Like, if it was a top five less, he was definitely in that top five somewhere. I mean, it's just brutal how bad they've been. So, Garrett Wilson, higher, 60 and a half total yards. That is the player of the moment right now. 100K Sundays. Continue on this Sunday. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit. to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All righty. Here, next game on the slate, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, who did not cover on Sunday night football, going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings opened up at plus four, plus four and a half, I saw out there. It's currently sitting at plus three and a half. 52 and a half is the total. That's come up one point from 51 and a half. Uh, Scott, I do have some news here. Taylor Swift will not be in attendance for this game. I I think that, you know, they sold her on a... They sold her by a. Are they? I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. Are they? Because yeah, they could. I was this, yeah, they could get ran out the gym by 30. Uh, Taylor Swift, I guess her contract only signed up for Arrowhead home games and Big City Road games. She did not sign up for a one in three Minnesota Vikings team.
1: In NBA terms, I believe that's called the. What is that? A 10 day? Is that a 10 day contract? Two yeah. Week contract?
0: Yeah, two week contract can't uh we'll, we'll reevaluate her and maybe you know maybe this just wasn't the next you know the next couple of games that we have on the schedule just wasn't for her skill set so we'll drop you come practice with us on the practice squad and then we'll uh you know bring you back in two more weeks when we play in some teams that are for way more better for your skill set here minus three and a half with Kansas City Chiefs on the road what are you doing here
1: I got bitten by the Chiefs last week because Mahomes slid, made the right play. I'm not going to complain about it. It was the right play, the slide at the one-yard line. But I do think looking at this matchup, I'm going to go with Minnesota. This line stinks. And I think Minnesota, even though they didn't look great against Carolina, they won because Bryce Young is not a good quarterback, and he gave up the fumble touchdown. I do think Minnesota's alive to win this game. I was trying to think of reasons why the Jets line kept plummeting against Kansas City. And I think from what we saw in the actual game, there's one really obvious answer that I think not enough people are talking about.
0: That the Jets is clearly injured, side.
1: right? Kelsey's clearly injured. Like, so we, gotta, we gotta talk about it. Kelsey's definitely injured. Just based on the lack of movement, the lack of overall imp- just, he was just not impacting the game at all. And I think when you're looking at, I want to pull up the snap count right now. I saw Kelsey on the on the sidelines for a decent amount of big third downs and he just wasn't on the field i think kelsey's injured and i don't think enough people are actually talking about it but Uh, i don't think it's a coincidence that Kelsey's. did we talk about this already i think we talked about it briefly but not
0: he missed the first game of the season
1: we knew he was injured well i'm saying he's still hurt i don't think people are talking yeah but i mean we knew that though yeah, I'm saying that people that, are wasn't the, that
0: wasn't that wasn't the reason that they didn't cover the game. I just want you to
1: know that. But, but I'm saying that might be the reason why the line slightly dropped. That's kind of my point. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Because the Kansas not have The Jets Kelsey's. covered
0: because the Jets were the right side.
1: Okay. That's fine too. I'm just saying. I, I do think that Kelsey's lack of explosiveness with the injuries dealing with and the lack of proper wide receivers Kansas City have means that this offense isn't as potent as it can be. Defensively, this team is fine, but they kind of got torched by Zach Wilson last week. That's that's probably not a good look for backing a defense. I'll go to Minnesota. They always seem to bring it in their home stadium, but it's mostly based on how weird the line is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for it again. I'll go with Minnesota because at first glance, to the Kansas City should be like five and a half. Minnesota's not any good,
0: mm.
1: but I'll go with Minnesota.
0: So this is my thing that has been with Kansas City and why I've never really been concerned about them at any point in time because I think that this, this early part of the season is them just figuring out exactly how they want this offense to run and how they want this offense to be smooth. And for the first four games of the season, even though they took an L there, I was pretty certain that, you know, and even still now, that they're really just tinkering around with this offense and trying to figure out figure things out, play with different lineups, play with different sets. I mean, Travis Kelsey still battling with that knee injury probably doesn't help anything, but it also opens them up to start trying to figure out what this Kansas City Chiefs team looks like with Ke- Travis Kelsey not being on the f- on the field. And because of that, you're gonna get the opportunities that you were talking about where Travis Kelsey is not on the field during a third down or anything like that, because this team is tinkering around and trying to figure out the offense. That's why I was on the Jets last week. It's why I'm going to back Minnesota here today. Minnesota brings it in big games, and they typically lose those big games, and they lose these really close, really, really close games by one possession. But I'm going to just sit here and say that this is one of those games probably similar to the Minnesota Vikings and Buffalo Bills game last year when Minnesota Vikings brought it and absolutely brought it. It was like one of the best games of the year. I think that this could have – kind of shades of like that, where this Kansas City team, you got this one and three Minnesota team, you know that they're, there's something there with them and you can't underestimate them, but you still do anyways because who gets up for this ro- this random weird mode game? Like non-conference road game, uh, you got this game and guess who the Kansas City Chiefs have on deck? Thursday night football with the Denver Broncos. Now, yes, they've owned the Denver Broncos, but that's still a division game. Uh, looking ahead to Thursday night. I, I just like too many ways for the Chiefs to just really look past this Minnesota Vikings team, and I don't blame them. I mean, they've they basically been looking past everybody up to this point in the season. It's just the fact that the Chicago Bears are probably one of the worst teams ever. So, yeah, give me the – I think that Minnesota does cover – I think this is a three-point game. I think this is a three-point game. Oh, this has
1: heartbreaking Minnesota loss written all over it. Yeah, right? that's I, what I it feels things.
0: like. Or or Minnesota's up four or up five or something like that, and Patrick Mahomes drives down the field and scores a touchdown and he makes it look easy. I'm not gonna it, gonna that, that's what it sounds it.
1: Yeah. like. I'm not going to equate it exactly to the Colts game last year, but there was that one game where the line looked very short. Chiefs are traveling on the road to a dome, and you're like, all right, well, the Colts are terrible, so the Chiefs will win, and they just didn't win. And I kind of wonder if this is one of those spots where it's just daring you to take Kansas City and I'm not going to fall for it. Yep. All right.
0: Let's see here. Total 52 and a half. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're both on the over.
1: I'm not going to be on an under with Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I think that they're, they're fine. Kirk has is going to make some mistakes. And that's probably where... The if there is a path for the Chiefs to just go ahead and cover this, it's probably because Kirk Cousins made a couple of mistakes. Because that Chiefs' defense is actually pretty solid. I just think that Minnesota's offense is going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs.
1: It's a good defense, but I think it's a bit it was a bit overrated based on the first couple weeks because they teed off against Justin Fields. Goff was fine. He didn't have a great game. He wasn't bad by any means. But Zach Wilson kind of killed them. And that has me concerned.
0: I don't think he killed them at all. I think that it was just a better Zach Wilson day than what we're normally for two used to quarters. I thought he before. was
1: very solid, but
0: okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not killed. Like if you're very solid, you didn't kill a team. You just, you're just you. You didn't do anything bad. I just don't think that Zach Wilson had many bad moments, and he just chilled. He didn't kill them. But I think that Minnesota can actually kill this defense. Speaking of Zach Wilson, New York Jets are on the road, going to play the Denver Broncos in the Petty Bowl the petty bowl on one side Nathaniel Hackett on the other side Sean Payton who shall be more petty in this game two shall enter one shall win Broncos are laying two and a half here 43 and a half is the total that's actually come up three and a half points from open oh man I mean on DraftKings everybody is betting The New York Jets. We have a 73% of the bets, 84% of the money on the Jets. The line keeps moving to the Broncos. At the end of the day, just the betting split screams reverse line movement, and you should very much bet Broncos here. But as I've learned, and I've I said that I wasn't gonna do it again. There's no like there's no correct situation to bet Russ like that doesn't exist there is not a correct situation to bet Russ at all the fact that first of all there's no way they should have been down like what was it 28 to 7 yeah to the Bears and then had to fight back and not cover
1: I think field started like 22 of 23 or it was something insane killed
0: this team that defense is terrible but Russ sucks yeah
1: there's no, there's no like
0: it, that's the end of the handicap. I mean, I really, really want to tell you, Denver. It feels like Denver, you have the elevation, you have Sean Payton, who started all this crap. In the view, and if you, when you start it, you got to finish it. But there's never a correct situation to bet Russell Westbrook. I'm mean, Wes of Westbrook. Well, that's true too. Westbrook,
1: but, yeah, maybe too. Yeah,
0: man. But Russell Wilson, I mean, just the Russells are just, oh, I, I, there's no correct situation to bet this. There's no <laughs> correct situation at all. I, I mean, Just give me
1: the Jets plus two and a half, man. I'm on the Jets as well. I think they're going to win the game. I feel like even though Denver did win against Chicago, and I guess impressive comeback, kind of, I don't think they're a good team. I think the Jets are a better football team. What, I'm supposed to get mad at the Jets for losing a close game to Patrick Mahomes? Like, they, they went down swinging. They tried. You know, Wilson, maybe he can build off of what happened. Maybe he'll look decent. Denver's defense is going to help him look decent because they made Justin Fields look like he was the most accurate quarterback of all time for about three quarters. But the Jets went into Denver last year and they won, which is worth mentioning. So they're not going to be intimidated by the altitude because they won last year. And something that's important to mention, Brees Hall, no longer on a pitch clock, no longer on a pitch count. He's ready to go. He should be getting a bunch of snaps. Dalvin Cook can't play because he's just bad. So I expect Brees Hall to be on the field for a lot of this game. And you might remember this was the game he got injured in last year. So there was a little bit of a chip on his shoulder to maybe put together a good performance. You might remember he had a massive touchdown run in the first half of that game. Then he got injured, but he's returning to the same place he tore his ACL at last year. So maybe that's a bit of a, an extra chip there. The Jets might kind of rally around Hackett. We'll see what happens. But Denver's not a good team. I don't think the Jets are a bad team. They just don't have a good quarterback, but on the, as a roster, the Jets' roster is significantly better than Denver's. That's good enough for me. I'll take the two and a half.
0: I'm assuming you offensive agreeing. line. Offensive line is really the concern. Like the offensive line is really freaking bad. Uh, that's really dull. Does Denver, really the does only Denver, have, only Denver concern? have a good
1: defensive line though? They cut Randy Gregory because he's done nothing since he signed that contract. Do they have a pass rush? Do they have anything? Uh,
0: not really. I mean, I did. I mean, they're, they're the last ranked defense. You're not going to get me capping for Denver's defense at all, but I I can say that that offensive line will probably make the most subpar people look pretty. All right. And that's really the only concern for me. But other than that, I mean, I think that the New York Jets have the better defense, uh, and that's really all. That's honestly, truly all I need. Like, that was the only thing that I need. They have the better defense. They, we're looking at the last place defense in the Denver goes giving up the most points per game in the entire NFL at 35.7, where you have the New York Jets giving up the 14th and 21 points per game. I think that this is going to be uh, – a complete petty bowl where both of these two teams are going to literally try to put up a hundred points because they want the other coach wants to prove to the other coach. Like Robert Sala is just kind of like the man in the middle here. This is Nathaniel Hackett versus Sean Payton here, and Hackett is going to absolutely like the 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 chance to come back to Denver, who fired you after one season, and you can put up an offense that scores thirty plus points on their defense that everybody said carried you last year. Was it the defense? Was it? I I don't know at this point. I mean, oh man, uh, it, it just screams you got to play Jets here. Uh, I do want to point. It's so I do want to point out one so thing ugly. though.
1: As bad as the Jets offensive line was, uh, Brown went on the IR. They shifted some things around against Kansas City's pass rush, which is a pretty good defensive line. The offensive line was actually fine on the in, in that uh, night game. I didn't think the offensive line was that bad. Might have been a one off. But I thought the offensive line seemed a bit more improved. Do you agree with that or no?
0: No, I think they're still bad. I think they had a better. I think it's the same thing as Zach Wilson, where I'm not sitting here saying Zach Wilson is a good quarterback, but I think he just didn't have a bad game. I think they Uh just didn't have a bad game, but they're still bad. Oh, man. This is hilarious. This is just absolutely hilarious. I can't wait for this game. Uh, 40 oh, 43 and a half is an absolute lock. The over 43 and a half is an absolute lock in this game. Like when I say that when I say these are going to be some very, very petty coaches, and people are probably gonna go under because they see Russ. They think, oh, he's, Russ is playing against this defense, he's not gonna be able to score. Uh Zach Wilson sucks. He's not gonna be able to score. Oh, this is a this this may be a million maker game here. You may have Zach Wilson or Russell West Wilson. Golly, I can't stop freaking saying Russell Westbrook. We are talking about football. It's because the NBA season just started their preseason, and I'm ready for NBA hoop shots and NBA Gambling Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to SGP and NBA, NBA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Come rock with us all season. Scott's up there. We got Rudolph. We got Lante, the whole crew up there. But oh man, I, I just I have no idea. No idea. Like this is going to be the Petty Bowl, and both teams are going to put up. Give me an alternate.
1: What's you talk while I try to figure out an alternate over? So while you pull up the over, I'm going to pass on the full game over, but I do like Jets team total over quite a bit. I think that number is going to be too low. Denver's offense scoring 23 plus points against one of the worst, one of the better defenses in the league. I do think that Russ is going to struggle in this spot. and the Jets actually move the ball. Maybe Wilson, it was a one-off, maybe it wasn't, but Denver's defense is that bad. It made Justin Fields look like a competent passer for three quarters. The Jets' team total for me would be my total lock of this game. Full game, I might stay away from, because I think Denver's going to struggle. But I do think the Jets' offense actually performs well here, and I think Brees Hall might be the millie-maker guy. I like his rushing yards. I think Brees Hall goes for 100 yards.
0: I think you're wrong. I think Russ is still gonna be able to because Russ always finds ways to move the ball, even though they suck and they lose. He he somehow, way, you look up and Russ somehow scored three touchdowns. And so ultimately, what what's this line at 43 and a half? What 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 is a I don't even know total? What are key numbers in totals? I'm just kind of pushing this thing up. Like I can take it as how far up as 56 and a half or plus four oh two. Yeah, cuz I think both teams can definitely score 30. Probably wouldn't do all that. Probably just, you know, maybe go 6 points the other direction and take the plus money there, which would be what's that? 49 and a half at plus 183. Yeah, because I'm telling you, these these offenses are going to take the chance that they like they are going to take the opportunity to be able to show up one another. Like, I think that the game plan for Hackett and the game plan for Sean Payton is going to be amazing. They're going for it on every fourth and short. Any opportunity to put a touchdown on the board, they are 100% taking it. This, this game screams screams 31-28 or something like that. All right. Last game of slate. It's a good one. Dallas Cowboys are traveling to San Francisco in the game that the rivalry that is way too old for either one of us. Minus two and a half is where the San Francisco 49ers open up at. They are now sitting there frozen at minus three and a half. 45 is total has come down from 47. I feel like you're going to come up here and, and figure out a reason to take Cowboys.
1: I'm not. I'm taking the Niners. All right. There I'm we not go. going against the Niners at home. I'm not going to overreact to them beating Mac Jones. Doesn't mean anything to me. I, I think when you're looking at the Niners' offense, I know the Cardinals' defense isn't great either. McCaffrey's a lunatic. Brock Purdy went 20 of 21. Now that's efficient, no matter how you show it. Debo didn't even have a catch, and Purdy stole in 20 of 21. I just have too many questions about this Cowboys team. But most importantly, the reason why I think Niners going to win the exact same reason they won the playoff game. I think they're going to win the turnover battle. I don't trust Dak keeping control of the ball. I think he's going to make a couple of dumb decisions, and I do think that the Niners will capitalize on that. I do love the under. I think the under is a great play. You're looking at the offense for these teams, and the offensive numbers are solid. The Niners have scored 30-plus points in every game. I'm going to read off their opponents. They beat the Cardinals, one of the worst teams in the league. The Giants, no offense, one of the worst teams in the league. The Rams, who have been... Better than expected, but still not good, a below-average team. And the Steelers, who look really bad. The Cowboys played the Patriots, scored 38 points. They don't look good. Played the Cardinals. They no-showed the game, scored 16. Arizona's not very good. Played the Jets with Zach Wilson. That doesn't really mean anything. And then they ended up beating the Giants, who, once again, one of the worst teams in the league. Neither team has played a good defense. You can argue the Cowboys did. That game went under but the Jets defense was on the field the entire game because Zach Wilson couldn't move the ball for a first down. I like the under. I think both offenses are highly overrated in this spot based on the defenses they faced off against so far this season. These defenses are top five, <laughs> top ten. Bless you. The Niners defense... I, you know, <laughs> you argue, I was over here trying to mute it. <laughs> you can argue the Niners defense is the best defense in the league, and I don't think anyone would argue with you. Cowboys defense, even without digs, definitely top ten. You could argue top five, probably top seven. Point is, these are two good defenses, very good compared to the opposition they faced off against so far this season. We saw the playoff game. It was a rock fight. I see a similar story here. Give me the under. I got Niners 24 17.
0: Yeah, it's pretty easy for me. And I hate, I hate backing the public side on Sunday night football. Absolutely hate it, and there's very, very rare. Actually, the only time you could find me backing the public side is probably when the Cowboys aren't.
1: Uh... The Niners yeah. are so good at home, though.
0: Yeah, they are. And ultimately, what it is for me is I just don't believe in that Prescott as a quarterback. It's pretty, pretty easy and simple there. I don't believe in that Prescott as a quarterback, and I think that. Uh, this Niners defense, when it comes down to the wire, push comes to shove, you got one drive to go down the field and win the game. Dak's probably going to throw it in triple coverage and throw an interception again. I mean, it's it's the Cowboy way. Romo did it for so many years. And so that's where I think that this is where the cover comes into play because I think that the Cowboys are going to be down by a score, by a touchdown, or something, or something of that sort. And Dak's going to try to force it into the end zone. He's going to throw another interception. Uh, I'm all over the under in this spot. I think the under is the absolute play to go. I like your handicap. It's the exact same thing. I would say in terms of I think that both of these two defenses are really good, especially at the line of scrimmage. I think that's going to cause uh, ruffle some factors here. I think Brock Purdy is actually due for a turnover, so that'll definitely keep Dallas in the game. Well, ultimately at three and a half, you later three and a half. You don't take three and a half. I'm on San Francisco 49ers. We're both on the Niners. We're both on the Unders. Sun- Sunday Night Unders continue to rule in this game. Let's move on to Lock Dog and Underdog. We gotta do Lock Dog and Underdog contest here. Five games to pick from this week. Glorious. For my lock.
1: Eagles. I got to go back to that
0: under. I got to go back oh. to that under. Yeah, I'm going to the under Dallas and San Francisco under 45. I mean, come on. These are two amazing defenses. And actually, I'm questionable on on both offenses. I'm still not 100% sold on Brock Purdy. And I don't know why, actually. I think I'm actually just hating.
1: Am I hating? Because you watched him against the Giants, and he almost threw three picks in the first half. He
0: did. He did. He tries to throw a pick so bad. Like, he really tries his hardest to throw a pick. But I might be just a Brock Purdy hater. He actually, I don't think he's lost a game that he's finished.
1: No, um, he's undefeated.
0: Yeah, so I might just be a Brock Purdy hater. Yeah, give me the under. 45 for the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. It's my lock for my dog. Let's go with the Rams. Rams are getting it done on the road. in SoFi, plus 175. And they give they give the Eagles their first loss. I think there's I think a lot of people took the Eagles uh start the season five and O bet. This is the one that ruins it on the last leg. Yeah, this is the one that ruins it. So give me the the Rams at plus one seventy five, Scott.
1: All right. Uh, so for my lock, I thought about going with a player prop because I had the exact same lock as you. I was going to take the under of forty five in this Cowboys game. I think we're oh. just going to double lock it. I can I, take I, over. No, no, I'll pivot. I'll pivot. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'll pivot. I'll pivot. You, you want to pivot? I was yeah, saying we can he, test this be. out. We can test no, this out. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. I don't want to test it. I don't want to. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to take chance. Give me give me the over in the jets and the in the Broncos game. I mean okay. it, the petty bowl. It's the petty pole, man. <laughs> come on. This this number's come up uh three and a half points from open. I don't think it's far enough, and I don't think they're gonna move it anymore. At, At the end of the day, yes, this Jets defense is really good, but you're coming into elevation. And and again, somehow, some way, Russ puts three touchdowns on the board. They just typically lose by five. So, yeah, I'm going with over in that one. You've got the under in Dallas and San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I'm not really going to add any more to your handicap. We just talked about it. I just think these defenses are too solid for a total of 45. Plus, the Niners and Cowboys haven't really generated a ton of big plays per se, You saw Ayuk get loose a couple of times against Arizona, but we know the Niners love to run the ball. They drain a bunch of clock. They eat up a lot of time. Cowboys are kind of the same way. They haven't had many explosive plays, and the Cowboys' offensive numbers, a reminder, points per game are extremely inflated because they had two non-offensive touchdowns against the Giants and two defensive touchdowns against the Patriots. So the offensive numbers are a bit overvalued. Give me the under on that game as my lock. For my dog, give me the Jets. I think it's a good spot for them. I think that the Broncos are really – a I think they're a bad football team. And I do think when you're looking at this spot, Russ being favored, once again, they, they pushed, I think, against Chicago. Chicago no, they didn't lost. push.
0: No, they lost. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I will not half. let you do that to Russell Wilson. He did half. not get a push. It
1: was three and a half, sir. Three and a half, okay. That line sure was, was three, and three, and three and a half. They lost. <laughs> they, they almost got blown out by Chicago. Chicago hasn't won a game in a year. The Broncos are awful. I'll take the Jets. I think the Jets on paper are the better team. Maybe Zach Wilson can build off of what happened last week. But two and a half, they went into Denver last year in one. So once again, I know that they're not going to be intimidated or overwhelmed by the altitude. Jets money line is my pick.
0: All right. Let's get into an underdog lineup here, Scott.
1: Dak interception.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, man. You're talking to me already. Let's see. Come on, underdog. Give me Dak interception. Oh, <sighs> no. Ooh. Purdy
1: interception. I feel a lot better about the Dak one. Nope. They don't have. Purdy Dak here. feels like a
0: guarantee. Purdy would have been like, I know Pur- they should have made Purdy like a 1.75 X. Like he doesn't throw interceptions. I feel like we we could have got something there. All right. Let's see. Uh, Kittle has a spicy bonus on his touchdown. Ayuk uh, has a spicy bonus on his touchdown. Samuel, I, I, I can't keep picking Kittle. Touchdown.
1: I keep waiting for Kittle to do something. He hasn't done anything the entire year. I, I can't keep doing Kittle.
0: It's gonna be this one. Watch.
1: I, I'm sure my. I'm sure I'm with you. Be, I,
0: I'm okay. with you on not on not betting because I've been doing the same thing. But I'm telling you, as soon as we get off the train, it's gonna be this one. I At know for But Arizona we have to get off. Game. We have to get off.
1: Okay. Uh
0: so, all right, that over game, I see a lot of points. We can get a spicy bonus on Courtless Sutton, Jerry Judy. I really
1: want Brees Hall rushing yards in that game. He's got really 1. That.
0: 59 and a half rushing yards, and uh, he's got 1.25x on his rushing and receiving touchdown.
1: Denver is allowing the most rushing yards per game in the league. They're allowing 176, so it's the most by 19 yards. I think we'll take the
0: touchdown. Let's take the touchdown.
1: Touchdown? Okay. I was going to say well, – Let's, Hall let's take
0: the spicy bonus and take the touchdown.
1: Okay. Brees Hall had a touchdown last year against Denver. He got injured yeah, in this game it. last year. but it's He's going to score. And That's going to be –
0: yeah, and that's gonna be the that's gonna be the you know the little moment that everybody's gonna post on Twitter. Reese Hall tore his ACL in this game and scores a touchdown in this game, and everybody's gonna post about it.
1: Yeah. It's also it. because Dalvin Cook is objectively bad at football at this stage in his career. And the fact that Brees Hall is no longer on a snap count, they said that he's officially unleashed. He's that this he's gonna have a good game against Denver. So I like that as one Stafford passing yards. Yeah, I can get behind that. Is that like 270 and change? Unless you want the passing touchdowns, but something with Stafford uh, against this defense with Cooper Cup coming back.
0: Uh, hold on. Let me... Higby. Stafford, 272 and a half. <laughs> Times two fumbles lost for Matthew Stafford.
1: It takes one strip sack. That's uh, so tempting. It's so tempting
0: to, yeah. All right, it's fine. We can go with the passing yards, 272. I
1: think game. the passing yards is relatively safe because if Philly blows him out, then he's going to get there in garbage time. If not, the only way they're going to score, because they can't run the ball against Philly, they're going to throw the ball 50 times.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you. I agree. I agree. Okay, so we got two. We're at 3.75X modifier. We have a 1.25 modifier here. One more play.
1: Do you have any plays you could think of on the top of your head?
0: Mm, Joe Burrow interception is tempting, but I think he's going to be relatively safe with the ball, and I'm on the Bengals. So I don't want you to you want to go that. chase
1: receptions? He said he wants the ball. It he doesn't have receptions. Out. It's 80
0: and a half. It's nice. 80 and a half for the receiving yards. They don't have the receptions.
1: Okay. That
0: was a good play. I did like that mindset. Uh, do we – I feel like we need to get back into – this Jets-Broncos game, or this... You want to go Lazard? No, let's go Chiefs. We got to get into the Chiefs and Vikings game. We don't have anything oh, okay. in that game. That's an over game. We got to get something in here.
1: I mean, Jefferson's the cop-out answer. Very much so. Unless you want Kirk Cousins rushing, uh, Kirk Cousins passing. Or if you want to go for, like, Addison or anything. Addison's touchdown is 1.75x. I don't think he had a catch last week, but I still like him as a player, so... Do you Cam want Akers pick? revenge games at two X on a
0: touchdown. <laughs> That's not a revenge game. I'm sorry, it's
1: not. Let's go. No, because he used to be on the he used to be on the Rams. That's not a revenge game. Uh,
0: McKinnon touchdown is very like they have two X. All the touchdowns for the Chiefs are like super intriguing, but it's just the fact that I I can't just take a dartboard
1: and guess which Chief is scoring this week. Do you want to go Pacheco rushing yards? Do you want to build on last week.
0: Uh, let me see what I have the numbers right here for running backs. Over the course of this season, Minnesota is giving
1: up. They're directly in the middle or 15.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm, I don't know if we're there. I don't know if I'm, I'm there yet. It, it's going to be passing in this game. Do we just take Mahomes? Do
1: you want to go Mahomes passing or do you want to go Cousins passing?
0: I don't think, you. I think it matters. I don't, I don't think it matters, actually.
1: If we think Minnesota's going to keep it close, then I feel like we're going to lean to Cousins because his number's probably shorter, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. not. number's higher.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. 294. Patrick Mahomes is at 286.5.
1: 294 is kind of wild, but I understand it. You know. Do you want to take a Russ interception?
0: I don't think I saw it because if I saw it, I would have played it. Yeah, no, they don't have any interceptions up here. They're, they're killing us with that. All right, let's just go with – it's between Mahomes and – Mahomes and Cousins is probably the only two things that are swaying me at this point. Cousins' fumble's loss, uh is 2x as well. It's actually very tempting. Oh, Cousins' interception is up here. Okay. Is this an interception for Cousins' game? It might be. Possibly. Is there a, is
1: there a multiplier on that? No, it's not. Of course it's you not. Do you want to just go for chaos and just go for the fumble lost? Let's do it. That was man, I was really wanted you he's to say on. it. I wanted you to patch, say it so he's a statue bad. Of Kansas City can get after.
0: I wanted, Yeah, why not? Oh mm-hmm. man, I wanted you to say it so bad. I, I wasn't gonna say it, but I wanted you to say it so I could agree. Yes, all right. So we have here Matthew Stafford higher 273 and a half passing. We have Kirk Cousins higher one fumble. Well, half a fumble loss. So for him to lose a fumble, that has a 2x multiplier and Brees Hall over well higher half a rush and receiving touchdown 1.25x that pays us 15 to 1 scott just those three that's it 15 to 1 20 gets me 300 oh man i love it and we've been pretty good with the underdog plays mm-hmm. we cashed the last one we didn't talk about that we cashed the last one yeah we did. shout out to uh uh was that the brendan aubrey one i think so he still doesn't i, was, have a picture, I think, I think that was
1: the last week that was two weeks ago
0: Oh, that was two weeks ago. Okay, so he still doesn't have a picture, by the way. Just so you know, I was looking at it earlier. It's and I luck, to Charles. say something.
1: You know who made three field goals again do last we have week?
0: To, do we have to add Brandon Aubrey to the lineup? Because it's um, six I'm going to use him on,
1: on my fantasy lineup. But, I mean, the Niners' defense is still solid. But if you want it, you can. I mean, once again, less touchdowns, more field goals. It's at one and a half. And he's made three plus in every game. So you're not going to get an argument from me. Aubrey field goal has been a cash cow for me.
0: Aubrey Farrell puts us at, I don't
1: know. It's on
0: 30 to one. Uh, hold on. Oh, crap. I accidentally hit it. Backed out.
1: Okay. There we go. We're in too deep. It's fine. We'll do yeah, it. The
0: three. We are. We are. It's at uh, two, 25 to one. Puts okay. us at 25 to one.
1: Do you want to do it or do you want to just stick with the three? Let's add no. Let's add no picture.
0: Let's okay. add no picture for 25 to one. Let's All right. Go, there Aubrey. you go. There you go. Brandon Aubrey higher six kicking points, Brees Hall, higher, Rush receiving touchdown, Matthew Stafford higher 20, 22. Whoa, whoa, whoa. six seven. kicking
1: points. I wanted the field goals. Do you have over oh, one no. and a half field
0: goals or no? No, they don't. It's only six kicking points God is damn, that okay. is that a that's a deal breaker.
1: Uh, I think the Cowboys score more I than I mean, six one and points. a half field
0: goals is six kicking points.
1: I was going to say yeah, it's fine. Whatever.
0: It's fine. All right. 273 and a half passing yards Matthew Stafford higher and half a fumble loss. For Kirk Cousins, higher twenty-five to one. We're we're getting we're, we're getting a little spicy here with these Scott. Anything else for people before we get up out of here?
1: No. Looking forward to the game tonight, or kinda uh, between the Commanders and the Bears. Hopefully, it makes some money.
0: All right. Other than that. For the zero people that are catching us live on the stream right now, but for the people that I know are coming back to YouTube because the YouTube numbers are actually pretty okay. So, for the people that are coming back to YouTube, make sure you like the video on the way out. And for everybody, all you people, and it's a lot of y'all that are catching us through your ears via podcast. Make sure you leave us a five star review. You can say anything you want. Believe us, a five star review. Other than that, I mean, I really don't have anything else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. I'm just going to do like this. A so week are
1: out of here.